G'day Trendsetters, this is episode 708 of the Transmove Podcast. My name is Tim Meg, and if you have a question for the show, training, racing, nutrition, or anything at all, I, just, I love all your questions, send them on through to trainsmooth.com or send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Now, <laughs> I, I, I press record on this, and I, I backed myself to come up with something to talk about once I finish that little intro, because generally I do that, more times than not, I, I, start, I go, all right, let's get straight into it, and I press, you know, record, and I start talking, and by the end of, you know, guess it all send it through an email, timotransmove.com, I generally have a topic that I could talk about quickly before, you know, jumping into the question. But um, my mind went blank today, just then, just completely blank. But anyway, um, oh, well, you know how successful this podcast is, and you know, this is, <laughs> it's, um, I, quite often, I would say, uh, about a half a dozen times of the year, half a dozen times, thereabouts. I get, um, maybe a tad more, but um, I get emails, generally emails from um, companies saying we'd like to to have a chat about sponsorships and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, I I got this one, and, and it's obviously I gen, gen, yeah, you don't hear any advertisement. I always say no to them, or but or sponsor. They they try and hide it in a sponsorship. Would like to sponsor you, Tim, uh, um, or would like to sponsor you, Triathlon Coach, or you know whatever it is. It's um. And so, um, quite often, I just get, you know, thank you, no thank you, sort of thing to them. And so, I got this one um, recently, um, and I can't remember receiving it, but I do receive a lot of emails every day, um, but I must have deleted it without really remembering too much about it. Anyway, I got this email today, um, like, saying, just doing a follow-up, would like, you know, to you know, talk about sponsorship and stuff like that, and I'm and I'm looking at it, thinking I can't even remember you sending me the first one, but I, I can see it. You know, it's clear as day. You sent it like two weeks ago, and so I'm looking at it. I think ah, so I click on the link, and um, and I've it I've quickly glanced. It had something to do with skin lotions and hair, and I think well, well, I'm definitely out of the picture here. I got no bloody hair. And so, I, so I thought, oh, well, I've ignored your first one, so I better reply. So I've just said, I don't know how I can help you, but I wish you all the best. You know, see you later, sort of thing. And it it got me. You know, I've I, as I've said, I've got, I get about six or so of these sort of emails every single year. And 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 you know what they want? They just want to advertise on on the podcast. They want a thirty seconds, forty seconds, one minute, whatever they want. That, that's what they want to do. And you just got to look at your own behaviours. Um, for, for like, I don't listen. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I don't listen to ads. I always click that ten seconds forward, ten seconds forward, ten seconds forwards until that ad's finally gone, and then I can listen. And then there's been other podcasts that I really want to listen to, but they just smash you with advertisement all the way through, and you think, oh, I can't be bothered with that crap. And so I no longer listen to them. And I do think the whole marketing industry from, you know, TV through to radio through to podcast through to 
um, email, emails is ridiculous how that's still a thing telephone marketing you know the pamphlet delivering um, it, the list goes on it's such a broken old fashioned system that we keep going back to but no one it's, we're all numb to it you look at the Iron Man advertisement every bloody two and a half minute we're watching Lucy Charles run into the water with a bloody with a wetsuit I, I tune out I can't tell you her wetsuit brand and I've seen that ad a thousand times it's i just completely tune out to it it's it's got to be a di- I, i'm not saying i'm clever enough to know the answers but it's yeah, it's strange but um another thing that I, I i get a lot of um emails in is yeah people wanting to come onto the podcast and i did do i did have a podcast um years back where i used to interview um pro triathletes and stuff like that um and yet it's so time consuming you do like i'm just not set up for it and but it's you know you do like a a 40 minute interview with a pro you're you're talking about two three hours of of time commitment just for that 40 40 minutes for at least a podcast like this a 10 minute episode is you know by the time i save it and publish it and stuff it's 15 minutes in total it's not nice quick and easy But, but um I had what's her name? Um, oh gosh, I should know her name. Um, Olympic gold medalist um, Gwen Gwen Jordison. Um, I've just butchered her last name. Um, anyway, her, her sister um, wrote a book or something like that, and, and she got in contact with me. And it, you know, it all starts off, and they all start off with this way: big fan of the show. And then they start, well, I'd like to come on your show. And you think, well, if you were that big of a fan, you'd probably realise I don't interview anyone. And so I, I wrote a really nice email back. And I, I thought it was, very, you know, I put a bit of thought into it. I must have had, I must have had a bit of time up my sleeve. And um, I wished her all the best. Um, but it's just not what I do. Um, but I look forward to reading the book. Because she said, I'll send you a copy. And I got nothing. I, I, she didn't reply back to that email or anything. It's, but I, I get a few of those things as well. Probably another half a dozen a year of those sort of things. But anyway, um, but you, but going back to you got to you got to just look at your own behaviours. Um, I I do this. I, I, at first, I just thought it was just me. I, it was my own stupid thing. But you know, I listen to music a lot, and I'll have my little you know earbuds things in my ear, and I'll be playing the music. And as the song comes to an end you know i'm i'm already clicking next song because i can't be bothered waiting two mississippis for that next song to come up and then i was thinking i wonder if i'm the only moron that actually does that and so i said my daughter and her friends this is going back uh, a year or two ago they're, they're making a hell of a mess in my kitchen and i and i thought i wonder if they do it as well so i asked them and they all started laughing their heads like, oh my god i thought i was the only one that did that <laughs> and they and so every one of them that was making a hell of a mess in my kitchen did the exact same thing and so yeah i i don't have an exact point that i'm making except for i'm just filling in time (laughs) anyway today's question comes from gregory who likes to send in questions and i like to receive his questions and you too could be sending your questions training racing nutrition i love all your questions tim at trainsmith.com or if you know just jump on the website trainsmith.com uh gregory writes uh this is a super confusing this is super confusing would you talk about the differences in tempo and threshold runs 
Um, as uh, as I understand it, a threshold run is a run you can sustain for an hour, and a tempo run is slightly below one's threshold and for a little bit longer. Or on another note, I get a t- I get a tickle out of your stories, oh, and I was just telling a whole lot of crappy stories too, especially when you. In- <laughs> You um, immunate uh, Jack. So another quick thing. You you like to like me. Um, the thing with my son, my son Jack. He's um, for a fourteen-year-old boy who who still sounds like an eight-year-old kid. And um, it's, it's funny because you know all his you know all his friends you know. You haven't seen haven't seen one for a couple of months. They come in. You go, g'day, mate. How you going? And he goes, good yourself. I think, geez, where did that deep voice come from? Meanwhile, my son still got this bloody squeaky little voice, and it's um. But the problem is with my son and I, is it, we put crap on each other all the time, and it drives my wife insane, she, she says, if she didn't know better, we, we, we sound more like brothers than father and son, and, um, and, but it's just relentless, the amount of crap we put on each other, and I don't know if it's, because I've always done it, I'm, I don't, I don't know why, but I've always put crap on him, and he's always put crap back on me, and, um, I but he's got no insecurities, which is, very um you know not not too many people i i if, if he does have insecurities and i'm sure he does but i haven't come across any where some are, some people um it's glaring um but it's it's a good place to be i i know but anyway i'm 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 about to dribble onto more so let's get to your question um tempo and threshold so um, there's different ways to measure your threshold for for running. In you know, if you've got a stride power meter, they they take that off a ten kilometer run, for instance. Um, you you can say it's you know an hour run. If you're looking at lactate, um, it's obviously the the second bump inflection in your lactate would be your you know your threshold, second threshold LT two. Um, you may not be able to run anywhere near an hour at, at that level. You may be able to run a hell of a lot longer than that at that same lactate. It, it, everyone's really different. So, um, but I think the whole concept of um, and we see this in the bike. You know, you do FTP sessions, and it, that's supposed to replicate an hour. And it, it, it's, it is a very flawed system, but it, it's good enough for your typical amateur. It gets you in ballpark figures, and so that's kind of where where it where it stems from. Um, but the the but in general, the more the higher the intensity goes, the more oxygen you're going to be re- requiring to work those um, working muscles and organs, as well as the more you know the more carbohydrates you're going to be, you, the more carbs you're going to be burning. Um, glycogen as the intensity increases so in in general um tempo you can last a long time um people can sometime overestimate 
the intensity at tempo so you you might go for you might run a marathon at tempo um you you not you may run run a, a 10k at threshold um but and it, and it comes to race specific you you've got that um um, what is it called? Um, like polarized training. So you, you're generally avoiding that whole tempo area in in polarized. But then you start going to pyramidal training, and you spend starting to spend a lot more time at that tempo, doing tempo running. Um, I, I I'm a I'm a fan of tempo running at the right time, tempo training at at the right times. I'm a fan of um, threshold training at the right times. People can call that the grey area um, all they want, but depending on where you are in the build up to your race, um, it it sometimes is a hell of a lot safer to run key sessions in at threshold and in tempo than it would be vo2 if for some athletes for me definitely because i'm i'm fragile i got glass legs um so it it, it depends so for, for instance if you're looking at heart rate for uh, heart rate so your heart rate um your threshold is going to be you know that not let's call it 90 six to 105 percent somewhere around there so you so if you go out and do smash out a 10k fun run um you can probably get these numbers from there so let's call it 96 to 100 percent 105 percent is going to be around that threshold of what you've just done that 10k in so you and then tempo is going to be somewhere around that um 95 down to uh, um, 90, 89, 88, somewhere around there. And these are very generic numbers I've just pumped out there. Um, obviously, everyone's different. So, you know, blah, 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 blah. We can just do the math on that one. Um, and then that endurance um, zone two, for instance, is going to be somewhere around that 85 to 90-ish, 88, 87, somewhere around there. And so you can start doing doing the mass on heart rate, and then you can start calibrating your perceived effort off heart rate. So if you think you're the the thing about running is, and if you're doing a lot of running, it's so it's like swimming. It's so easy to overdo the pace, overdo the effort a lot, and all of a sudden you're training in these. Um, what I just said a grey zone before. I was just putting crap on it, but it's true. You can start spending way too much time um, in a higher higher intensity and um where where let's face it the magic's gonna when it comes to running um depends the distance and goals and stuff like that i you know need to throw a few of them um depends throughout the the examples but the magic happens in that so-called zone two or or i you know i call it moderate effort you know you should be able to breathe through your nose that's where the magic's happening and then um everything if if you're talking marathons or maybe even half marathons the goal is to try and increase that pace at that same heart rate um in perceived effort of that zone two so for to to make this completely about myself and you know i don't like talking about myself but just just this one time i will um if you looked at um 
my running, for, for instance. I'm coming back from an injury, you know, um, all that sort of good stuff. But f- for the last 12 or so weeks, 100% of my running has been dedicated to Im- to improving my LT1, my first lactate threshold, or, so, or uh, you know, the top end of zone 2. 100% of my running has been dedicated to improve that, uh, that and that alone. I'm not worried about trying to improve my threshold. I'm not trying to improve, you know, VO2. I'm not trying to improve anything else ex- except for that LT2, LT1 pace at that same lactate, same heart rate area. Um, 100% of it. And I'm still still adding walking throughout it. But, um, and so, and that's, that's and that goal is probably going to, because if I look at, um, what what my goals are? My goal is to run a three hour twenty in a nine man, um, and that's gonna and that will be at around LT one pace. So I've got to get my um, my LT one pace down to four forty five per kilometer. Then I start adding carbon shoes into that mixed as well. Now I'm eight. Now I'm afforded to walk um, ten maybe twenty walking steps every single aid stations, which are two kilometers apart. Um, and so, but I'm hopefully trying to get the you know LT1 down to 445 pace for, for running off the bike. Um, but that that's just to make 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 this a little bit about me. But anyway, um, I don't know if I've really answered your question. You're so in in tempo. You're you're going to be burning. Uh, if I we, you know going back off. Um, yesterday's podcast which on a on a side note one thing i did fail to mention on yesterday's um podcast um about carbohydrates and fats um which will stem into this moment here um so with tempo you you're going to be burning um a combination of fats and and carbohydrates and when you go into threshold it's going to be a hell of a lot more carbohydrate um more carb driven than um fats but dan plues who i'm a pretty big pretty big fan of he wrote a blog um on his website right carb right time and i I really recommend everyone who wants to improve their fat oxidation should should you know just you you know google dan plues right time right carb right time and it will probably come up as the up on the up on your search engine and have a read of that it's pretty spot on but anyway i am gibbering if you guys have any other questions training racing nutrition send them on through to trainsmooth.com until next episode hooroo